they'd be like what it be like like you already know what it is it's your boy kevin light my way and this is cutting through the noise through conversation today what i'm speaking about is a it's, it's gonna get a, a tad bit deep okay we'll try to make this quick get us in at under 30 minutes but what we're t- going to talk about is leviticus uh, me and my wife had started a study going through Leviticus uh, because God told her, hey, let's go through Leviticus. So we got it in. Leviticus is one of those books that is kind of difficult at times because it is laws, rules, regulations. Don't do, don't do, do, don't do. How to do this, that. But throughout this study, and granted, I've read Leviticus a couple times, you know, just to get through it and what it really came away with in the past was uh, this is how they used to do uh, offerings this is how they or how they uh, made recompense for sins for wrongs for guilt etc etc and this is how it was done through our studies me and my wife we have seen how ministry has become lazy and that may be something radical that may sound uh extreme it may sound as if i'm coming or we're we're an idea that's coming against the church or or our current or, or, or our current spiritual walk but it's not what it is is a realization that we got it easy that in many times we've gotten lazy, but we're gonna follow. I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna read all of Leviticus, but what I am gonna do is go through a short synopsis or titles uh, that are in the book, uh, going up to about chapter ten, um, and then I'm gonna, I'm you know, kind of put a bow on this thing, but. First, when we go through Leviticus chapter one, we talk about burnt offerings, burnt offerings, um, the animals that are used, how to offer them. Uh, you're talking about oxen, bulls, calves, uh, birds, doves, etc. Uh, and it breaks down exactly how to do it, what to do. Uh, next, we got in chapter two, we have the grain offering. The grain offering is uh, mingling of certain flowers without uh, geese uh, and olive oil uh, put upon certain foods. Uh, me and my wife had a ch- joke talking about uh, like fried chicken, uh, but it, it, it goes through it, it breaks down the grain offering. Then we get to the fellowship offering, another offering where uh, you take offering of animals from the herd whether male or female and you present them before the lord lay your hands on and all these offerings um when it comes to the sacrificial side is about the same you lay your hands upon the animal uh the person that brings it or who's making recompense for sin or offense or for said time to make the offering put your hands upon the animal your essence pretty much is being represented upon the animal and then the animal is slaughtered in a such a way um the organs internal organs and fat is separated um kidneys and fat go to one side uh, with the liver being removed 
put upon an altar and is burnt. A certain part of the body is taken outside of the camp and disposed of, being burnt. Uh, blood is sprinkled around the altar, uh, et cetera, et cetera. This repeats, right? Rinse and repeat. Then we got chapter, that's chapter four. Then we got the sin offering. This is whenever um, and a, a, a talks about if a priest uh, commits a sin offense, what is it to do? How they are to make recompense for the sin if it's the body of Christ or the the, the flock, someone that they sin when they become aware what they do, how they bring it, what the priest does. Rinse and repeat, right? And then chapter five, it is more of the same. It's, it's, it's continuation of that. Um, chapter six, uh, the Lord by deceiving your neighbor. If you do somebody wrong, then we talk about burnt offerings, the grain offering. This continues the sin offering. Now, the guilt offering in chapter 7. Fellowship offering. It breaks down. Offering things. Thanksgiving. It's, I mean, it's clear breakdown. There's a lot of repetition. Um, talks about being forbidden to eat the fat and the blood. While me and my wife were talking about that. Where the fat and the blood uh, the blood is life giving source is to be sacrificed to God the fat is to be burned uh, it's a sweet aroma to God but many times in society people love mixing and eating the fat and eating stuff rare <laughs> to the point where you got blood in your food it's forbidden through scripture uh, it talks about the share which is taken aside for the priest to eat um to atone for sins and to have a provision for the priest uh and then we get to chapter eight okay in chapter eight it breaks down the ordination of aaron and his sons all everything beforehand is given to the priest uh aaron and his sons his instructions how to do it what to do etc right this breakdown is so detailed because it's because of the importance of the correction, the ministry itself, the correction and the healing of the body, the Israelites, the family, the, the, the body of Christ, the church, right? The ordination is the process in which the priests get to the, the, the standard or the office of doing said um, procedures or ministry because if you're not in the right position or in the right place or have the right training error will occur too many times now we have people that get ordained as ministers from online courses and classes we have people that go to seminary school a lot of times i hear people say cemetery schools um but um individuals they get their i'm i'm gonna say they get their stripes they get their degree they get their papers they get ordained and 
and light work with light work when we go through leviticus 8 we see that there's certain garments that had to be worn there were bull a bull for sin offering two rams a basket of bread made without yeast gathered the entire assembly uh at the you know everybody had to come and see Moses did as the Lord was commanded the assembly gathered at the entrance and they watched uh this happen uh as as everything that, that Moses was commanded by God to do right um the the priests were washed with water they had to put on certain garments uh which represented so many things in the body of Christ that's not uh what this cast is about but um they, they then the ceremony had to be animals had to be slaughtered as in such a way right and blood had to be sprinkled and represented and put upon these individuals so that they'd be consecrated uh and then they were anointed with oil and his sons then this 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 is this gets kind of kind of dope for me uh as me and my wife as i said me and my wife were going over this they they did the offering and then there was also uh he then presented the ram for the burnt offering and it was slaughtered he washed the internal organs in the legs uh before they were burned right so there was, there was separation this is what i wanted to get to there was, and during the ceremony there was a kill right there was what well, there was a transfer of the sin into the animal then there was the kill then there was the opening up or the separation of the animal right through through the ceremonial process there was a separation of the inward parts you know in the new testament it talks about the inward searching of uh, of the inward parts it talks about looking into a man looking into oneself to grow to search the heart because that's what god does he searches the heart he don't judge just from the outside he judges the inside the intent okay um there's a washing of those organs and then there was a burning a burning or purifying a purifying process through this purifying process that we see through scripture there's a burning away a burning away of the sin a burning away i'm gonna say it one more time a burning away of the sin think about it is it better to have your sin burned away now in life through the sin offering a burnt offering right or to have your sin burned for all eternity later that's the gift that's that that's the that's the gift of Christ because many times we 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 say wow this was kind of extreme it was a lot to do but there was an an a face-to-face coming face-to-face with one sin and what one has done wrong coming face-to-face with the pain with the truth coming face-to-face with the 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 reality that one has been in error that one has done something wrong there's a, a face-to-face but now in life that same face-to-face has become sorry lord lord forgive me and we move on uh so fast so rapidly that there is no genuine 
genuine uh, repentance, turning away from one's sin, acknowledging one's sin, growing from turning away and not letting it happen again. But when you see a bull, a goat, a bird, an innocent die for something you did, for your guilt, for your sin, for your pain, for your transgression, for you cheating, for you hitting, for you deserting, for you walking out, for you giving up. When you see death taking on your part, it's real. Or at least it should be. But it becomes real. And that's where the pain is. That's where the rubber meets the road, if you may. This is game changing. When we can step into the world, step into reality, right? You already know what it is. It's your boy Calvin Light, and it's time to pay these bills. If you haven't heard of Anchor by Spotify, well, let me tell you, it's the easiest way for you to make your very own podcast. Everything you need in one place, let me explain. It's got all the tools for you to do your own podcast right from your phone, or you can get a little fancy on your computer. Anchor also distributes your podcast on all platforms, everywhere from Spotify, Apple Podcasting, and so many other places. And it has all the tools in one place. And guess what? It's totally free. So what do you got to do? Go to your app store, find Anchor app. That's A-N-C-H-O-R, Anchor app. Download and get your voice out there. Or you can go to anchor.fm and get started today. Get your voice out there. Be heard. Chill. From from being face to face with one sin and now the the idea, the the normalcy of Saying I'm sorry versus actual repentance differs in such dramatic way that we neglect to appreciate the grace that we're given. We neglect to appreciate the, the, the gift that Christ gave by giving his own life. The gift that God gave by giving his son for our perpetual sin. And yes, we can accept. Yes, we can can walk in Christ. Yes, we can say, I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and he died for our sins. Yes, we can say those things. But if we do not actually walk in and know what that was, how Christ on the cross is a representation of those same bulls and goats and pigeons and birds that were slaughtered for sin. Christ was slaughtered for your sin. And this is 
the awakening. If you've never thought about, saw, leaned into the idea and realized that Christ was slaughtered for you to be redeemed. He was slaughtered so that you can live again. He was slaughtered so that you can walk in eternity. He was slaughtered so that you can walk with God. He was slaughtered so that you can be renewed. He was slaughtered so that you can walk in the presence of God as Adam and Eve did in the Garden of Eden. So that you could walk with God. So that you can walk with the creator of the universe. So that you can walk into your destiny. So that you can walk into the calling that was put upon your life before you were even formed in your mother's belly. He gave himself for you. And through that gift, you get eternal life. Went off on a tangent. But that is the difference between sacrifice and the and the present. In, 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 in the Old Testament, I, I put it like that. In the in the time of old, the sacrifice versus the superficial I'm sorry the true repentance comes and has always been the turning away from one's sin the understanding of that is night and day from saying I'm sorry and turning from your sin not to go back to it again it's said in scripture that when one returning back to his sin is like a dog returning back to its vomit one returning back to its vomit we all make mistakes we all error we all do things that we're not proud of but to return back to it after you acknowledge that you're not proud of that it's something that you don't want to do that you don't want to be seen for you don't want to be known for but to return back to it is disrespectful disrespectful to say the least but it is in complete error and is absolutely disgraceful society has made us so tolerable to our own vanity to our own sin and this isn't for the world this is for the believers, those that say they walk with God, those that desire to walk with Christ, that say that they want to be renewed, that they want to be greater, they want to, to walk in greatness, they want to be consecrated, they want to be in ministry, they want to be servants of God, they want to give their life to Christ, they want to be redeemed, they want to be healed. This isn't for the world. The world will do worldly things. The world will be the world. But for those called to greater, this is just the beginning. This is about judging the world. This is about judging oneself to be the best versions of oneself, to be great, to be loved, to be a representation of love. To redeem, to consecrate, to be holy, to be strong, to be intelligent, to be a picture of success even. And many times business individuals, they jump in, they use, you know, Bible verbiage to catch your ear. 
to catch people's ear, to make them, oh man, I, I can, and connect. And when it's genuine, awesome. When it's not, it's just another lie. But ministry, going back to, what was I? Mm, they got good right there. Uh, chapter 8 ordination whenever whenever they were ordained and the the after the sacrifice was made the fat and the lobes and all that was separated um moses slaughtered a ram and took some of the blood and put on the lobe of aaron's right ear his right thumb and his right big toe moses also brought his sons and put forth some of the blood on their lobe their lobe their their thumb and their right toe uh, big right toe and right foot and then splashed blood against the side of the altar after that he took the fat of the fat tail and all the fat around the, in, the internal organs the, lar- the long lobe of, of the liver both kidneys and their fat and the right thigh and from the basket of bread made without yeast which was before the Lord he took one of the thick loaves and one of the thick loaves with olive oil mixed in and a thin loaf. He put these on the fat, fatty portions of the right thigh. And he put all these things in the hands of Aaron and his son. And they waved them before the Lord as a wave offering. Then Moses took, took them from their hand and burned them on the altar. On top of the burnt offering as they were ordained as a pleasing aroma. A food offering presented to the Lord. And Moses, I'm, I'm going to skip down a little bit. And after they were consecrated, uh, after they were consecrated, we're down at verse 30 in chapter 8. And then Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood from the altar and sprinkled them, sprinkled them on Aaron and his garments and on his son and their garments. So he consecrated Aaron and his garments and his son and their garments. Moses then said to Aaron and his sons, cook the meat at the entrance of the tent of meetings or the tabernacle and eat it there with the bread from the baskets of ordination as offering I was com- as I was commanded. Aaron and his sons are to eat, then the burn up the rest of the meat. Do not leave the entrance to the tent, the tabernacle for seven days until the days of your ordination are complete for your ordination will last seven days what has been done today was commanded by the Lord to make atonement for you now this ordination right was so so important so deep so intense that these men Aaron's four sons uh, and himself had to have atonement made for them with these animals first off. Then they were ordered to go to the the entrance of the tabernacle, cook some of the food, eat the day, right? Then burn up the rest, burn it up, and then fast for seven days. Not to leave, couldn't leave. Fast for seven days until the ordination was complete. Until the presence in the presence of the Lord at the tabernacle, so that they could be renewed, so that they can 
walk in the greatness so that the presence of God can be laid upon their lives and in them. That's what it takes. Not saying we got to start slaughtering animals and all that. But what I'm saying is we got to lay down our, our, our flesh. We have to walk into the presence of God. We got to submit for real. Not placate and pretend. But we got to get serious. We got to give our all. We got to step up and stand out. Not for selfish pride, but for the glory of God. It's a different lifestyle. It's a different game. This is when you step outside of the box of mediocrity in the world and step into the fellowship of God, Yahweh, Elohim, the Most High, the Ancient of, the ancient of Days, the God of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac, the God of the Hebrews, the God of the Old Testament, the New Testament, same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Why have we become so lazy? The gift of grace, the gift of grace, right? Has always been there. There's been grace shown by, the, how they say, the, 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 the rough and the vengeful God of the Old Testament. He showed so much grace. Remember the story of Jonah and the well? Whenever God sent Jonah to preach to the wicked city, Jonah didn't want to, but God wanted him to go. He ran from it because he didn't feel that the people deserved to be saved. They didn't deserve a chance to repent. But God sent Jonah anyway, even when Jonah tried to run. He had Jonah swallowed up and had him spit out on the aisle where he was meant to be anyway. When the world was destroyed by rain, Noah was shown grace. His family and their families. But it took work. It took discipline. Because the ark had to be built. Abraham was shown grace. David was shown grace so many times. Just read Psalms. Solomon was shown grace. Hell, Saul was shown grace. Grace has always been around, but us today have become so placated that grace has become an excuse and grace has become an excuse for sin not a a a a a, a worn away from a separation of like the organs were separated the fat was separated the hide the legs were separated a separation no, no. But grace is, oh, we don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to worry about it. We just have to say, Lord, forgive me. Is that is that what a walk with God looks like? Is that what what uh, ministry looks like? God forbid. God forbid. Uh, as we as we continue just a tad bit further, we see that. Uh, in chapter 9, on the eighth day, the ministry began. 
the brothers they started stepping out they they walked into their ministry their destiny and began to do the sacrifices they began to share they began to 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 do the will of god the work of god as the priests or as today we would say the pastors the leaders right but if you move on to chapter 10 we see something happen here a punishment if you may for disobedience for error for being a false leader doing it your own way for I say misinterpreting script for being in error we started chapter, uh, chapter 10 verse 1 Aaron's son Nab, Nadab and Ad, was that Abib I'm jack up these names took their censers and put fire in them adding incense and they offered unauthorized fire because as we we I didn't say it but earlier in, in Leviticus it talks about a certain fire a certain fire where they would get the fire from uh, in the entrance of the tabernacle and the barrier if you if you google um, the tabernacle or the place of meetings you will see a, um, a diagram and it'll show where the fire was the altar was the actual tabernacle um, where the offering was to be burned etc but there's a certain type of fire that was to be used but here we see they offered unauthorized fire in other words they, they could have speaking in the day they pulled out their lighter they busted out a match right they took some fire from a lamp or what have you to start their fire contrary to his command in other words they did their own thing so the fire came out from the presence of the Lord out of the tabernacle the fire came out of the presence of the Lord and consumed them and they died oh my God they died before the Lord right after the separation right after being ordained right after the fast connecting with God learning and knowing knowing what to do seeing it stealing their clothing getting it in they began to do it and say ah shortcut shortcut and Moses <laughs> and they died before the Lord the presence of God this ain't saying that the fire that they made they lit it and then it blew up they blew up they had an error some gas it was a leak propane tank explosion no none of that the fire from the presence of the Lord what God said the throne that was set from the presence of the Lord the fire from there that fire came out and consumed them they were not alone they there were people around they saw what happened and Moses then said to Aaron this is what the Lord spake when he said among those who approach me I will prove I will be proved holy in the sight of all the people I will be honored Aaron remained silent and right now many of my brothers and sisters are silent we're silent we're silent because unlike Aaron, Aaron was silent because he knew maybe this happened because I wasn't, I, I didn't listen enough. I didn't, I didn't ensure my sons knew. I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't give my all to them. I didn't teach them. I didn't guide them. I didn't show them. 
I can't argue with God. I can only give. I can only know. I can only learn from here on. He was silent. He was hurt like any father would be. He was in pain like any other father would be. But he was silent. Many of us are silent because we find ourselves in the same place of Aaron's sons. But we think we can shortcut. We think we can do it our way. We think that we can do it do it our way do it how we want this ain't Burger King you can't have it your way and when you put yourself in a position of leadership or you're placed in a position of leadership even if it's on your job if it's uh, in ministry you're placed there by God and you you do it the right way because when one doesn't do it the way of God there's always punishment and many times the punishment that we think about is the last punishment the eternity and granted that's a serious one but the offense and the punishment will always match my brothers and my sister I urge you don't let don't let society's norm today's way shake you in your faith if you are a believer a brother and sister in Christ and you have a desire to grow go to the source grow get in a bible based church you know read that book for yourself don't be hung up and don't don't put your salvation in another man's hands read that book grow learn seek for yourself pray fast consecrate and walk forward and grow one day at a time that's all it takes and learn as you learn as you as you learn as you see and you will be you'll become more holy every day you'll become better at times And we all fall short of the glory of God. But that's when grace kicks in. Don't just just jump to the low end of the pool. Just because you have grace. I'm just going to stay in grace. Step out on faith. And before you know it, you won't just be in the pool on the deep end. You could be walking on water. My brothers and my sisters, Leviticus has a lot to teach us. And if you open your eyes and have ears to hear, open the book and find out for yourself. This is Calvin Williams, and this is Cutting Through the Noise Through Conversation. Till next time, God bless. Lights out.